You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. My name is Pastor Michael E. Tong, and I serve as the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church right here in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. And I'm also a co-founder of a word from the Lord, Inc. And when you get an opportunity, I would love for you to visit our website at awftl with Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. AWF is uh, the initials for Word from the Lord, with spelled out, Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. And you can get to know our ministry and our vision. And in short, our vision is to share the Word of God with as many people as we can, and in many ways as we can, in Jesus' name. So if you'd like to support our ministry, after you listen to the message, God use uh, this message to touch and reach you in such a way that you would like to give. Uh, visit that website, AWFTL, with Dr. Michael McKimbleEton.org or call 1-855-510-1397. To announce that we will begin broadcasting on the first Sunday in June of 2023 on the Now Television Network. It's the second largest African-American television network. And it also is a satellite uh, also. And we're going to be broadcasting uh, throughout Europe. Uh, we heard in London, Paris, throughout that corridor, as well as all over Africa. So we are excited about joining the team at the Now Television Network. We're calling all of our prayer warriors to begin to intercede on behalf of the television program that God would use it in mighty and awesome ways to impact the body of Christ not only in America we'll be heard in America but all around the world so we want to thank you in advance for praying now we're going to take you to the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Paul's Valley Oklahoma as we continue in a series entitled Man Up, Man Up, and today we'll be talking about Man Up, Saw the Hiding Man. Man Up, Saw the Hiding Man. We're going to be looking at uh, 1 Samuel chapter 10, verses 21 through 27. And now, let's get into the service where we will later, after announcements, get into the word. Share mostly today about our Chickasaw District Congress of Christian Education. Maurice passing out the handouts now, and it's going to start July the 20th uh, through the 21st from 6 p.m. to 8:30 p.m. and on July the 22nd from 9 to 9:30. And it's a list of courses that you can take. Uh, Survey of the New Testament, Reverend Abraham Walton, Jr., The History of Baptist, Reverend Greg Newhouse, uh, Ministry of Deacons, Martin May Tubby. Uh, we have the minister's wives' role in the local church, uh, First Lady Eton and Roberts and, and Lady J. Rushing, and we have uh, Christian Education, Sister Rushing is going to be teaching that as well. Uh, Christian Evangelism. Uh, Reverend Eddie Copeland Jr. is back with us this year. And we're excited about him coming back. And I'm going to be teaching a class entitled Maintaining a Good Marriage and Strong Family. And we have some courses uh, for the youth as well. And uh, we want you to plan to mark your calendar uh, to be there on this day. Christian education is as biblical as we can get. Uh, the last commandment Jesus gave was to teach them to obey all, every word that I have commanded. Christian faith determines Christian education. And we want you to be involved as uh, God and the Spirit 
lead you. Amen? Amen. Amen and praise the Lord. So you have the handouts and also it's posted in the back as well. And uh, one announce, one last announcement I want to share before we get into the word today is that we're going to be honoring our moderator. This is his last year to serve. This is his last year to serve. And we're excited uh, to honor him and the banquet. Our speaker would be man we call Pop Reed, Pop Reed, but Dr. Johnny Reed Jr. would be the keynote speaker. It's going to be on um, August uh, the 5th, uh, 2023 at 6 p.m. and it's going to be there at the Hilton Garden Inn in Ardmore, Oklahoma. Uh, general tickets are $50, tables for $500. And uh, we're going to send our moderator out right and celebrate the legacy he has left behind. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we're excited about that. Amen. Um, let's get into the word. I'm continuing the series uh, that I've entitled uh, Man Up, Man Up. We've been standing on 1 Corinthians chapter 16 and 13. Be watchful. Stand firm in the faith, act like man, be strong, be strong. We've been teaching this all month long, praising men as well as teaching them the way God's man should get his worth in Jesus' name. And we've shared several messages in this series. Um, you can get these messages online if you are behind, but today we're going to be sharing a message entitled, Man Up Saul, the Hiding Man. Man Up Saul, the Hiding Man. We're going to be looking at 1 Samuel 10, uh, 21 through 24. Would you please stand in reverence to the Word of God? Stand symbolically saying that I will stand on the Word of God. Um, I believe it's three slides this morning. Uh, let's read this together out loud at the same time on three. One, two, three. So Samuel brought all the tribes of Israel forward, and the tribe of Benjamin was selected by Lot. Then he brought the tribe of Benjamin forward by his family, and the Matrite family was selected by Lot. And Saul, the son of Kish, was selected by Lot. But when they looked for him, he could not be found. Therefore, they inquired further of the Lord, Has the man come here yet? And the Lord said, Behold, he is hiding himself among the So they ran and took him from there. And when he stood among the people, he was taller than any of the people from his shoulders up. Samuel said to all the people, do you see him whom the Lord has chosen? Surely there is no one like him among all the people. So all the people shouted and said, Long live the king. Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. We're talking about today, man up, Saul, the hiding man. Man up, Saul, the hiding man. We want to talk on around three points the Holy Spirit gives us others. We want to talk about the search for Saul, the sight of Saul, and the standing of Saul. The search for Saul, the sight of Saul, and the standing of Saul. And we want Christian men, of course, this word cuts both ways. Christian men should stop hiding. War women should stop hiding from the purpose of God. Let me say that again. Christian men and Christian women as well should stop hiding from I think there's the a purpose of God. Good things in God things. And I think that goes back to the model that we've talked about so many times of good, better, best, you know? And there's a lot of good things you can do. There's some that are better. But I believe like we need to try to live out God's best for our life, you know? And what is God's best for your life? I don't know. But how do we try to know what that is? I think it's through prayer, it's through reading His Word, and it's through doing what He asks us to do, which is loving God and loving people. And 
in the midst of doing that, I think he kind of brings out what we care about, a heart. He put me in a situation where I met Sherwin who kind of changed my heart for people with special needs and deformities. I know when I'm being part of a night to shine or I'm part of um, loving someone who the world has cast aside, I feel like that's what I'm supposed to do. That's, I feel like that's when I'm closest to God. And so many people will ask me, Timmy, how do I know what my calling is? I mean, well, first of all, I don't know. But, you know, if I had kind of an idea, it would probably be, what has God put on your heart? And when do you feel really passionate about making a difference in someone else's life? Right? Is it encouraging women? Is it helping young kids? Is it going to the cancer ward? Is it in prisons? What is it? You know, I think when we do those things, God kind of brings out in our heart what we are truly passionate about. But I think the important thing is for us to go and then later on we'll see. A lot of times we just wait and it's like, okay, God, show me and then I'll go. And He says, go. And I think it's important for us as believers to just go and we'll figure it out. Just do something. You know, it doesn't have to be with us and our foundation. Just do something. Go help someone. Go care for someone. Go to your homeless community. Go to your soup kitchens. Do something. And I really feel like God's probably going to open your eyes to exactly what you want to do when you start going. Talking about the stuff discovering your purpose or discovering your calling. Many people are not living out God's purpose in their lives because they are hiding amongst the luggage. Well, let me say that again. I don't mean to meddle, but I am today. Many people will not fulfill God's calling on their lives because they are hiding amongst the luggage. We're all called for a purpose and a plan. And if you don't love doing what you're doing, it's probably because you're not fulfilling God's purpose on your life. I know I said in the sanctuary of Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship and Dr. Evans started talking about purpose and calling and uh, he hit me real hard because I couldn't stand what I was doing. I just, I could not stand. I was the first one to clock in, I was the first one to clock out. I couldn't stand, it was miserable for me. And God dropped in my spirit ah, that this is not what I called you to do. And I went on a search, and my search led me to the pastor where I am now. And now I am the pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church, the best church this side of heaven. Of help. And God has taken me from this place. And He has allowed the message of God. That now we're we're broadcasting. Now we're seeing at 10:30 in Paris, in Africa, uh, seen all over in the Middle East. They're even watching us in Israel. I talk about Israel so much right here. Jerusalem. They can see the broadcast in Jerusalem. And as we get on the map, we see what's going on in the text. They're at Mitzvah. They're at Mitzvah. They said it's about 10 miles outside of Jerusalem. And it's said to be in the territory of the tribe of Benjamin. In the territory of the tribe of Benjamin. And in Sunday school, the tribe was mentioned. Can anybody remember what the, somebody said about uh, Benjamin, uh, the tribe of Benjamin in Sunday school? You have to be listening really, really hard to pick this one up. But Mordecai was of the tribe of Benjamin. Mispah in this place, one of the most tragic events happened 
Uh, and the people of God in the tribe of Benjamin. And I wrote on it in, in two books, Sex and the Single Life, as well as the Me Too movement of the Bible that caused Israel to go into and to fight like the Civil War because these bad boogers then, they had to collectively come together and fight against the tribe of Benjamin because of what happened there in the tribe of Benjamin. They met and organized in Misa. Misa, another great thing that happened in Misa was also the calling of the king. The calling of the king. All right. And King Saul, ah, before he became king, was hiding amongst the baggage in Misa. Point number one, search for Saul. Yeah. This really was a search for the king. Because the people of God wanted to be like everybody else. Everybody else around them had a king and they had a hard time relating. So the people of God made this wicked decision and they wanted a king. They wanted a king. And you remember Samuel was the one that was placed at a young age at the, at the temple of the Lord that was messed up. All kind of crazy stuff uh, was messed up. And I told you last week I was encouraged by oh, what the Sunday school teacher said about oh, Samuel being placed in that messed up place because we're at a time now where Samuel came along. Guess what? All the temple and all that mess got cleaned up because he was there. And perhaps God has you like me. I said one of the hardest things about broadcast is being on a network with some people I, I know that I consider false or prophets, but perhaps God has us there oh, to clean up the network at this time. Oh, Samuel had cleaned up all oh, the tabernacle. There was no more drama. Oh, now the drama was coming from the people wanting a king. Right. Hey, hello, somebody. So, so what happened? God told them that, okay, you want to get on allow you to have. Be careful what you pray for. Mm -hmm. All right. Because you just might get. <laughs> let, let me say that again. Be careful what you pray for. Oh, a lot of single folks praying for a wife or pray for a husband, and now they complain. Hello, somebody. Oh, she ain't doing me the way she did when we were dating. Oh, you were compromising. Guess what? You reaping what you sow in your marriage now. That, that's the problem. You thought you were going to make it. Hello, somebody. Oh, you wanted that. That, that, that beautiful woman and that beautiful woman now is a Jezebel. Hello, somebody. Oh, you wanted Denzel, but now Denzel is crazy out of his mind. You wanted, hello, somebody. And this is what, oh, the people of God are going through. And God is using Samuel. He brought the tribe together there and missed up. And they were searching for Saul. They didn't know who he was at first, but they found out that he was of the tribe of Benjamin. And they were selected by lots. Hello, somebody. God was using the law to, to guide them, to guide them as they were trying to search for. Is there anybody here searching for something? Yeah. All right. Ooh. Is there anybody here wanting God to work and move in mighty and awesome ways? Are you searching for something? Hello, somebody. This is what the God said. Verse 7, 10, 19. But today you have what? Rejected your God. That's what people do when they, when they, oh, want that man or that woman. They reject their God. Hello, somebody. And he says, who saved you from all of your troubles and afflictions. And you have said to him, no, set a king over us. Now, therefore, present yourselves before the Lord by 
Christianity and a lot of Christians today is that they want the name Christian, but they want to be just like everybody else. They want to dress like everybody else. They want to live like everybody else. But don't you know Christianity is counterculture? Don't you know, oh, that you should stand out for living your faith? You should be different. Why do you want to be like everybody else anyway? Hello, somebody. Oh, but they rejected God. And God said, hey, I was the one that brought you out of trouble. You called. Now you want a king? I was the one that brought you out of a picture. But you want to set a king. Oh, God says, oh, be careful. It might just give you just what you're looking for. Hello, somebody. And that's what happened. And that's what happened. Talk about today. Man up. Saul, the hiding man. So they were searching for him. And guess what? They found him. They found him. This is for the singles. Be careful where you find a mate. Well, all right. <laughs> Somebody may get that on the way home. Cause, 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 cause you think you're going to find him at the club. Hello, somebody. You you, you think you're going to be at the club? Are you going to think that she's going to be at the club? Hello, somebody. Oh, really? Is that what you want a wife? Dropping it like it's hot. (laughs) Bouncing it like it's buoyant. (laughs) Somebody get that on the way home. (laughs) Be careful what you think you're going to find the man or woman of God. Be careful! Where did they find him? Therefore, they inquired of God. Looking for something. Inquire of God. Has this man come here yet? And this is what the Lord said. Behold, he is hiding himself amongst the baggage. I think too much of that. I think Erica Badu back in the, in the day when I first heard this uh, preached by Marcus King back in the day, he talked about that bag lady. <laughs> oh, be careful of where you find who you think is a man or woman of God. And I can almost guarantee you, oh, she's not, and he's not going to be a bad lady. And they ain't going to have a lot of tribulation, a lot of problems that they bring upon themselves. Oh, be careful. Oh, what you think you find? Oh, the will of God. Oh, really? You believe that God wants you on the pole? Hello, somebody. You, you really believe that God wants you to sell drugs on the streets? Do you really believe that's where God is working? But these people wanted a king. Oh, but, 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 but they found him hiding. Let's deal with that a little bit. Hiding. There's a lot of folks that are hiding from the purpose of God, especially those, a lot of those who are called to preach the word of God. Can I meddle a little bit? Oh, God done called you to preach. You know you're supposed to preach. Um, but you are dead. Now, now clearly see that he was dead. But 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 he was hiding amongst the other he, he was he was at church, but he was hiding downstairs from the purpose of God. Well, can I matter a little bit? My son, my son, my son, which I'm really proud of. Chad Gray, who's preaching this morning for a church that will need a pastor and pray for him because the way they describe a pastor that they want, he's kind of just like that. And I would say, I'm not, I don't know the will of the per- I'm not a prophet. But when he first came to this church, he was hiding. All right. I said, I couldn't do nothing with him. He, he was hiding. Hello, somebody. All right. Now, now he wasn't like Jonah. See, Jonah was running. Hello, somebody. Hiding is a little different. Oh, than running. Some of y'all may 
may be here running, but some of y'all have been faithful to the church and God has called you to do something and you're in this place and you're hiding. And I'm talking to both Jonah and I'm talking, oh, to Saul. What are you hiding for? You're around the purposes of God. You know what God has called you to do. You're in the right, oh, the right area, but you're not in the right place. What are you hiding for? Hello, somebody. All right. What are you hiding for? And, and I said, I, I used to be the same way, too. I wasn't a runner. I was a hider. Because I was doing everything in the church. Hello, somebody. I was at the church, oh, seven days a week when I was at Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship. Serving in all kinds of ministry, but the one ministry that God really wanted me in. Hello, somebody. And that was I was called to preach, so I was hiding, uh, hiding in the place. No, 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 no. I, I said I wasn't going to meddle my wife, but I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to meddle her this morning. My wife, I, she's trained military. And, and I think she'd be using that against me. Because militaries know how to camouflage. Which means they can hide something right in front of you and you can't see it. <laughs> I think she's been trying to do that sometimes behind that food, right? <laughs> right, right in, right in front. She, she be hiding right in plain sight. That's what Saul was doing. He was hiding right in plain sight. He, he was at the place, but not in his purpose. And I'm talking to some folks who are here, who are at the place, but you're not in your purpose. And I'm challenging you today, oh, to come out from your celestial hide and seek game that you've been playing. God is saying, come out, come out, wherever you are. And I know exactly where you are. How you going to hide from me? All that camouflaging that you're doing, I see you exactly where you are. And you're not in the purpose. You're in the place, but you're not in the purpose that I called you to do. And today, God says, oh, stop hiding from the purposes of God. Amen. Stop, stop hiding. Come out. Stop hiding amongst the baggage. Hello, somebody. Yes, sir. You say, move on, preacher. It's getting hot in here. It's getting hot in here. That's <laughs> um, another word for the singles. Another word for the singles. Um, be careful that you don't use secular methods to try to identify a good man or a good woman. All right. Well, let me say that. Be careful that, that because this, this is kind of what they were doing. The sight of him. Um. And, 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 and what I want to talk about when you need something, when you're searching for something, first inquire of God. Okay? First inquire of God. If you're in need of searching for something, and, 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 and it's okay for single folk to pray for a mate. Hello, somebody. It, it, it's, it's okay. I pray for a mate and God sent me a mate so I know that he can do it if that's what you want to be done. Hello somebody. But you cannot compromise God's will. You ain't going to find a man of God at the club. Hello somebody. You got to find him in Sunday school. Hello somebody. You got to find him in the church. You got to find him in ministry and choir of the Lord. David here's whole family got took. And what did David do? Because most people, if you mess with my family, I'm done with praying. Hello, somebody. Let, let me say it again. Most people, when you mess with my family, I'm done with praying. I'm going to go off. Hello, somebody. And I mean, I'm just, I'm going to go, go off, off. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Mess with my wife. Mess with my kids. I'm going. I'm going to go off. 
hell of somebody. But David wasn't like that. This is why they say he was a man after God's own heart. His whole family had gotten taken along with some other folk. And, and, and what did he do? He prayed. He inquired of the Lord. And that's the power of prayer. Oh, you need something. You see something today. This morning, the power of prayer. Oh, is that you need to inquire of him on everything. I put on my GPS even when I know what's, where I'm going. Hello, somebody. Say, why do you do it? I, because uh, it can see places that I can't see. All right. Yeah. It sees the traffic uh, and, 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 and will reroute me when there's traffic. Now, it even sees the cops. It'll say, speed track ahead. Slow down. <laughs> and I gotta say, hey man, I drive speed limit anyway. My wife caught me driving Miss Daisy, but anyway, don't you? <laughs> I say I do that except when I'm coming to church. You might catch me. <laughs> but but he inquired of God. Oh, when his family was saying he didn't go out, he prayed. And when you're seeking and when you need something from the Lord, see him. I'll pray for him and cry. And, 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 and this is what his answer was. I will deliver the Philistines into your hands. He prayed on several occasions about war and about his family. Let's get back to the site. Saul, so we go to point number three, talking about man up Saul, hiding man. Remember I told you, don't be don't go by secular looks. You know, many, many people, they, they use secular you know, to be a part of a church. They want to be a part of a mega church. And they, they, they define it. And God can use mega churches and smaller churches. He can use either one. But, but, but a lot of people just go because there's a lot of other people there. Second, because of the sight of it and all that they they have to offer. Are you going to church or are you going to God? Because this church, when it comes to God, has all God has to offer. Just like any other old church, whether big or small, if Jesus Christ is on the throne and we're worshiping him in spirit and in truth, you don't have to feel like you're limited by anything. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. When I go, when I go to conferences, I show up, just came from, oh, Kentucky and a conference there, and guess what? I was walking like uh, anybody else. Hello, somebody, because you know you have a lot of folk walking around like that, such and much, and thinking they more than what they are. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. I show up on the scene. God is on my side like anybody else. I ain't because I'm not on the stage. Don't mean I ain't nobody. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. But 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 his standing. How did it look? They ran. They took him. And when he stood amongst the people, what? He was taller than any of the people from his shoulder upward. Some other stuff about him. First Samuel 9 2 says he had a son by the name of Saul. Choice, handsome, without equal among the Israelites, a head taller than any other people. Hell, somebody. That's the kind of women, kind of man women like. Hello, somebody. They, they like tall men. I don't mean the middle. I'm trying not to hate. <laughs> oh, they thought he was tall. He was, he was handsome. That he, he, he stood head and shoulders over the rest of the folk there. And, and, and they thought that he was the man. Right. They thought he was the man. That, that's that's. Secular outside look. 
because God was already mad because they wanted the king in the first place. And the one that got changed, or chose, was highly much delighted. And he would turn out to be a bad choice because guess what? When Goliath came on the scene, and you heard me say this many times uh, when I preached about David and Goliath, who do you think that should have been the one facing Goliath? It should have been Saul. He was head and shoulders above everybody else. But the, the reason why you don't want to choose a man hiding amongst the ladies is because he's going to hide always. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he was on the front line hiding. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> he, he was hiding. That's the problem. You choose a man at the club. He's going to be doing clubs in the marriage. Hell, somebody, which means he ain't gonna be faithful to you because he's gonna go to the club and give it his girlfriend at the club, keep you at home. Hell, somebody, woo! Probably finding somebody in an ungodly and unholy place is that when it's time to step up, this whole series about man up. Oh, he was tall, he was handsome. It says, without equal amongst the Israelites, a head taller than anybody else, but he was still hiding on the front lines. Woo! So it's time for you to man up. You've been hiding on luggage. You've been hiding on the front lines. It's time for you to step up. It's time for you to live out the purpose of God that God called on your life. Because if you do not do, you're going to have the same consequences of this man who was thought to be an evil and wicked king. This man that's no more for chasing David than about his kingship. Help somebody. Yeah. That's what hiding men are. Yeah. They're jealous of folk that ain't got even what you what what you got. What, what you got? I say it all the time. Folk at bigger mega churches jealous of me. I'm like, that is Paul's daddy. Hello, somebody. <laughs> you jealous of me? H hello, somebody. That's what hiding men are. They're jealous. They can't get their character right because they're hiding from God. And they may look holy. They may look righteous. They may look like they got some kind of character, but they don't because they're hiding. God is saying today, come out, come out. Wherever you are, what has I called you to do? You know it. He had a sense of destiny on his life. Otherwise, he wouldn't have even been there at Mitzvah. Hello, somebody. He wouldn't have been there, but he was there just hiding. If God has called you to do something, you've got to stop hiding. You got to allow God to use you in the way that he wants you to do. In Jesus' name, you got to stop hiding. Allow God to use you in ways that you ain't planned for yourself. Right. Yeah. We're on national TV. They say they have a household of 250, I think 236 million households that we're being broadcast on. But one of the ways you know that I didn't plan to do this for my life is because we don't have any cameras here. All right. How you gonna have a television, an international television broadcast? How you gonna follow Beth uh, Beth Myers and some of these other folk? I, I really don't like that much, but they, they got billion dollar ministry. Right. You ain't got a camera. If it wasn't for Sister E. Tom, we wouldn't even be doing Facebook Live. Yeah. <laughs> 
Because I didn't plan this for my life. But I love God to you. I, I don't like taking pictures. Y'all know that? I don't like taking pictures. My wife said, you've been married. We've been married for 17 years. You should be used to it by now. I said, I don't care. How long are we going to be married? Well, I don't like taking pictures. <laughs> but I also know my life is not my own. All right. I am her husband. So when she says, say cheese, I guess. <laughs> really married. <laughs> My life is not my own. God takes me. Oh, I wouldn't have been in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. My life is not my own. God was the one that does all of this stuff. He wouldn't allow me to hide behind the baggage. Hello, somebody. And I came out. And God is saying, I purpose this for your life. I died, see. We got we, we, this prosperity gospel. We think we've just been saved to do anything and to live any kind of way. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Salvation was not free. In order to have true salvation, you've got to give up everything. You got to give up your own plans for your life. I wasn't, uh, you know, in a secular sense, I was nowhere near the pastorate, but God had plans for my life. All right. And I had to come out from hiding, and he says some folk here in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, you've been hiding. And hiding is akin of wickedness, of, of, of witchcraft. To be disobedient to God and not do what he calls you to do. Can you imagine you are God? You created the universe as we know it and you allowed your son to die on the cross. Oh, for, for the sins of the world. And folks say they accept him and they do not do what they say. We says. Some of us now we old school. Some of us old school people wouldn't let our children live under our roof without them being obedient. And if they weren't obedient, we wouldn't send them to the corner and say, "Look, Johnny, think about it." Right. Right. We give little Johnny something to think about. <laughs> and I tell you that pain is a good motivator. <laughs> I thought that that, that that was barbaric. My mother wanting to hit me, that was barbaric. And that's why I obeyed her. All right. While she was around. <laughs> While she was around. <laughs> Had no sense to obey. Guess what? God is always around. Amen. You can't hide from God. Saul thought he could hide. Oh, and they prayed and they found him hiding. You can't hide from God. You might as well give up. Come out, come out. Wherever you are is what we used to play and hide and go seek. Come on out. Help somebody. Submit to the will of God. To his purpose in your life. And stop going after these secular things. And stop living secularly. Obey the word of God. In Jesus' name. Jesus, what is God's purpose for your life? Come on. Come on, Bethlehem. We've got some places to go. We've got some places to go. And God is already kind of showing us where we can go with just this little bit. We, we've got some more places to go, some more souls to save, some more disciples to mentor. Hello, Sunday school. Amen. Like Brother Tim said, we got to do the work. What is it God put on your heart to do? Step out in faith. Step out in faith. 
Stop hiding. All right. Stop hiding. All eyes closed, heads about Saints of Praying, because I'm out of time. Right now, I want to open the doors of the church, which was opened 2,000 years ago. Jesus Christ died upon the cross. Now, I'm not teaching and preaching easy believism. You need to think about this thing. Because when you give your life to Christ, it means what it says. When I got saved, I was one of them people that kept, it wasn't a, a vision board, but I had a vision folder. And I had all these things in this folder that I had planned for my own life. But when I got saved over there in Dallas at 4221 Aztec Street, Jesus had already died and then we didn't need a sacrifice, but I gave God a burnt sacrifice there. All of my hopes and dreams that were in that folder, I put it on uh, the barbecue grill and I burned it up because I was saying, Lord, when I gave my life to you, that's what it meant. I gave my life to you. All of my personal plans, all of my personal goals. And that's what true salvation is. You've been taught wrong if you believe you have a choice to do and God won't hold you accountable. Somebody probably needs to really get saved. Somebody needs to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ that you may be saved because church membership and even serving in a ministry is not what saves because you can do all that and be hiding amongst the luggage. If you're here today and you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, believe that Jesus Christ was God's only son, that he died for your sins, was buried and raised again on the third day because God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son to slip out of your seat right now in Jesus' name. Come forward right now. Would you come forward right now and give your life to Jesus Christ? And also, there's somebody else need to come forward and give their life to Jesus Christ because you've been hiding. Yes, you're saved, but you've been hiding. And if you want to change direction, if you want to repent, I want you to come down and, and, and say, I need to repent. I've been hiding amongst the luggage. I have not been doing what God called me to do that I know that God called me to do. Here's that one today. Slip out of your seats right now. Now, I'm out of time, and I can't tarry, carry long, but if, if there's a life decision that needs to be made, we, we'll wait for that. Is that one? Amen. Is that one? I'm going to stop hiding. Stop playing religious games. Stop hating. Stop being bitter. Stop being jealous. So anyone need to repent? In Jesus' name. Is there one? You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. Again, my name is Pastor Michael E. Tan. And before we leave today's program, I want to take this opportunity to let you know the greatest story ever told. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And if you're listening, you don't ever remember a time where you've prayed that prayer of salvation, where you ask Jesus Christ to be in your heart, uh, to come into your heart, where you believe that he died for your sins, was buried and raised again on the third day, then today can be that time. All you have to do is pray after me or 
pray with me this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I come today believing that you are God's only son and God's only way to enter into a personal relationship. I believe today that Jesus is God's only son, that he was buried and raised again on the third day so that today I may be saved. Come into my heart, come into my life, take over my will. In Jesus' name, amen. And praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you're anywhere near Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. You've been born into the body of Christ right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. And I want to see you in the service this coming Sunday at the 11 a.m. service. We start at 11 o'clock. Bring a family member or a friend. And I'm not inviting you to church. I'm telling you to come home because you've been born into the body of Christ right here. And if you are not in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma or driving distance, we're praying that you will find a church home. That's your priority right now. You have to find a church home. Holy Spirit, which was given to you when you pray that prayer, is going to lead and guide you to the right place. And in that place, after the preach, preach, I want you to go down and let them know you've prayed to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you need a church home. Again, I want to thank you for listening to A Word from the Lord. Again, visit our website at awftl with drmichaelkimberleyeton.org. Get to know our vision. And also there you can support our ministry if God has moved this, moved in a way that you just have to give. Visit that website, awftl with pastormichaelkimberleyeton.org. We have several ways that you can give to PayPal, paypal.me backslash a word from the Lord. We have also Cash App, a dollar sign, a word from the Lord. And also there are books that you can buy to support the ministry. This month, uh, we're adding or letting you, making available uh, John on the Run, which is a series that I am preaching on the Word from the Lord TV. So you can get that book or Secret to Your Best Life. Visit the website and support us. We want to thank you for listening today. And may God bless you and keep you is my prayer.